If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. A very good afternoon to you, our cherished and descending listeners. It's another beautiful and blessed Wednesday, and we here at Joy Business are happy to bring you another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by GCB. GCB, your bank for life. My name, as always, is Yabanafo, and I'm happy to bring you today's edition of Masterclass. In the last couple of weeks here on Masterclass, we've sort of gone back to the classroom, if you like, Business 101. And here on the show, we've been talking about how to build a credible business plan. Yao Apia Latte of Deloitte Ghana was with us a week before last, telling us of how to build a credible business plan and gave us those 10 pointers of looking at your governance, your strategy, your financial plan, your corporate governance strategy, and all of those things. And last week, he spent time here in the show also talking about finding financing options, if you like, for how to find money to fund your business. Oftentimes, we hear businesses complain about, I, I don't know where to find funding. I don't know how to become investor ready. I'm just building the business for me. But things are changing all over the world where businesses are concerned. How do you posture yourself in a way that makes you viable for someone to want to put money in your business? Here on the show, Yao Pialati, spend time to share those thoughts with us. Good afternoon to you, Yao, if you're listening to to us and in that conversation um, he talked about what some of the challenges were um, in finding financing he, he touched on high interest rates he also talked about insufficient collateral in some cases and he also talked about should I say not having enough business angels people who would just help and pick up young businesses and support them um, to grow 
And then, of course, um, he also talked about where to find funding in that conversation. He talked about banks, crowdfunding, government schemes, and many more. Today, we want to go into a rather interesting area of conversation, still in that same light. Yes, we're going to be talking today about tax compliance issues for SMEs. Oftentimes, you hear people complain and say, yeah, it's difficult to do business in Ghana. Um, I can't pay my taxes. I didn't file on time. It's just they're taxing us too much. They're taxing this. They're taxing that. I mean, today, I'm sure when, when we get interactive, we'll ask for some of the names of the various taxes that we have, if you know, just so that we educate ourselves. Because like we always say, life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. We have another wonderful gentleman here from Deloitte, Ghana, who will be spending time with us. Um, talking to us about how to handle or even to know or to identify what the tax obligations are for an SME and how to comply with those those obligations. Because if you want to do business in Ghana, then you have to comply. Let, let's do the things right. And w- people have done them right. We talked here on the show about Ghanaians who are doing things right and who are making it. So you can also be an example. My guest for this afternoon is a senior manager at Deloitte. He's built a career in the last 11 years or more in, in the area of tax. Started his career in 2012 through KPMG and is now with Deloitte Ghana. Um, he's worked on various, um, should I say, tax assignments. Uh, he's a member of the Institute of Chartered Accountants Ghana and is also a member of the Chartered Institute of Taxation Ghana. Um, he's very well versed in his field of endeavor. Uh, I was having a quick chat with him before we started and uh, you will understand why I, I, I will say that he's the best person to talk to us about tax today. Um, my guest for this afternoon is Mr. Gilbert Urenchi Ado. Gilbert, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I wish much. I could do a drum no. roll for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for this opportunity. Yes. And I, I bring you special greetings from mm. my my boss, the person of George Ankoma, right. uh, Gloria Boydoku, and then Gideon Aiou. Right. As well as my senior manager, Wesong Panu. Okay. Uh, all of are, Deloitte, right? All of Deloitte. I mean, okay. these are wonderful personalities uh, who has given us the opportunity. Okay. I hope uh, the whole of Deloitte is listening as well. Yes, And I KPMG, know. you told them to listen as well. Even my village people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. So I, I'm yes. sure that my listeners are going to be, um, to benefit at the end of today's conversation. Exactly. Because we're going to be going into tax, breaking it down, letting people understand what exactly are the obligations for, for a company. Some people know this. Are Others don't. Yeah. Some have tried to do it themselves. But like we've always said here on the show, you can't be a jack of all traits and a master of none. Um, somebody drew my attention and said that that particular thing I keep saying. You said, but certainly better than a master of one. <laughs> that is the end of that, that thing we talk about, jack of all traits. But the point I'm trying to make is that raise your hand, shout yeah. if you need help. People are prepared to offer these services to you, especially as a new business. You don't need to hire a financial accountant. You don't need to hire an auditor. You don't need to hire a tax person. You can con- get people to do this for you on consultancy basis. And then, the, you know, the end, the end product is still as good. Exactly. It's still as good. And exactly. then you, you don't breach any laws. Exactly. Introduce us, if you will, into the conversation of tax obligations. I mean, you know, for an SME, for a business which has started, uh, which is trying to become, you know, a strong business in Ghana, and then sort of ease us gently into what the obligations are and the compliance conversations that sort of surround it. Just to also remind our listeners that this is Masterclass, you're on a superstation, join 99.7. We're streaming live on Facebook, and we've got a couple of slides also, which we'll be showing on Facebook for those who like to take notes. So by all means, do follow us on Facebook and pick those questions. At some point, we will get interactive, and you can ask your questions or send your comments. But until then, we'll take the information on tax compliance, 
first time he's from Gilbert. Gilbert, talk to us. Thank you very much. I, I think that the focal point for this discussion is to uh, throw, uh, I mean, a high-level light on some of the regulatory issues that as an SMU must avert your mind to. And then we then move straight into three cardinal principles when it comes to taxation. I always say that it's very golden, but we don't pay particular attention to it. And what are these three things? Your filing requirement, your reporting requirement, and your payment requirement. These are very basic for an SME or any company to ensure that you comply by the rules of the game. And surprisingly, non-compliance to any of these three cardinal principles will lead to you having to pay penal charges to the revenue authority. Okay, so I mean, what are the two types of taxes that we have generally? We have direct taxes and then indirect taxes. So what are direct taxes? Normally we say direct taxes are taxes that are, that are paid by the person who earned the income. So literally, you say direct taxes. So I earn income as an employee of Deloitte. And that income, I would have to pay a portion to the revenue authority or to government for uh, for the social good of the country. Uh, as a company, you also earn income through your activities. It could be the provision of service or the sale of goods. And whichever income that you earn thereon, you would have to then pay a portion to the uh, government for uh, uh, social development. Now... We now focus on what we call indirect taxes. And I'm, I'm making it very simple because the word should speak for itself. Indirect taxes. Indirect taxes principally hinges on not consumption. So having earned my income and having paid taxes on same, when I decide to consume, I have some taxes that I, I, would, I would have to pay by virtue of what? Consumption. A typical example is what we call value-added tax. So if I provide a service for you and then I invoice you, definitely the law requires that I charge VAT because it's considered as well a taxable activity. So for indirect taxes, it hinges on what? Consumption. Once you consume, you then have to pay the tax. <laughs> Ironically, you cannot say you are earning income and not spend. So you cannot escape from that. Unless you say that, okay, this income that I've earned, I'll dig a hole and put it there. But that will not be the case. You'd have to spend. And once you spend, you then have to then pay uh, the, the taxes. Now, these two streams of start, uh, taxes hinges on some laws. I always say that taxation is an act of law. But I, can't, I don't want to dovetail into law, law, law. I want to make it very basic. But then you need to have knowledge of some of these things. And Yao did retreat that fact in his presentation the other time that you need to have knowledge about what pertains in the industry that you are working. And tax is also part of it. So when it comes to income taxation, we have uh, the Income Tax Act. I mean, that governs income taxation in Ghana. And then we have what we call the VAT Act that also governs, I mean, indirect taxes in Ghana with respect to VAT. There are other forms of indirect taxes, but for the purposes of our discussion, we will narrow down on these two. Now, every tax has some form of what regulations. What does the regulation seek to do? It provides additional insight or clarity to some of the issues in the principal or the mother act. So, I mean, uh, you may be an SM, you may be an SME person and you may be operating, at least it's English. Once you decide to read and you are faced with some challenges, you go a step further. 
read the regulation it will give some guidelines and the laws also come with some practice note uh, they are administrative guidelines from the commissioner general to give further clarity on how to manage your taxes so it's it, they are all on the GRA website you can get uh, access to that and then read around it and when you have challenges then the consultant will come in to give you a, a practical feel of what you're doing we also have what we call decided cases and what are these decided cases because tax is an act of law, the Commissioner General is not a final arbiter. So if there is a tax audit and I'm not okay with the Commissioner General's position, I have the right to object. If I object and I'm still not content with the Commissioner General's position, uh, they have what we call the they have an ADR unit that will also try to what settle the issue. And if I'm still not content, then we head to the courts. And whatever will emanate from the court is also law. It gives guidance on how uh, certain provisions would have to be what administered. So it's very important that, I mean, once you operate in that space, the, the presumption is that, oh, I'm a small company. I mean, small companies, big companies started small. No big company just, I mean, got up to be big. They started from somewhere. And having knowledge of some of these things is very, very important. Okay. Now, who are the persons that should pay taxes in Ghana? Who are the persons? We have what we call resident persons and non and non-resident persons. Now, why do we say resident persons? Taxation is jurisdictional in nature. So whatever activity that you have undertaken in the jurisdiction of Ghana is subject to tax to the extent that you've earned income. So, I mean, as I sit here, uh, if I go and partake in an activity in UK, because Ghana, we now operate on what the worldwide taxation model, that income would be roped in for it to be assessed for tax purposes. But you have the right to take credit for same in respect of the taxes you've paid in that particular uh, country. And we also have non-resident persons. They may not necessarily be in Ghana, but they may have undertaken an activity in Ghana that have given rise to what? The generation of income. So we call something the nexus. There should be that connection between the activity and the income end. So for the non-resident person, that party may be in UK, may be in Uzbekistan, but the activity thereon took place in Ghana. You get it. So once the source is in Ghana, uh, the taxing right is also uh, triggered. And for resident persons, there are people who are within this country who are doing their business in Ghana. Hence, whatever income they earn will be subject to tax. Now, when we say resident person, it connotes both a, an entity and an individual. So when the law really wants to be very specific, it will talk about an individual. And then it will also talk about an entity. But where the rules thereon is applicable to both parties, you will see that it will say a person. That is how uh, the rules of the game are. I, I don't intend to go into law, 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 but forgive me, sometimes I may find myself there. Now, no, it's important. I yes. Mean, the issue of taxation, like you said, yes. is situated or backed Great. in our laws. Great. And, and that's where we get the authority from to even implement it. So it's important to at least to, to create the context. Great. Yeah, so okay. So once I'm permitted. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's all, So as I was saying, now having 
identify this group of person i have indicated that you engage in some form of activity there is this other two principles that you'd have to have in mind i earlier on stated three principles that i said they are golden to tax planning for me it's one of the most efficient tax planning measure for any organization mm. other than maybe the complex transactions that you may want but these are very basic non-compliance to it will lead you to pay a penal charges uh-huh. so the, the other thing is what we call the charging provisions and the machinery provisions mm. now you see when you are preparing a normal financial statement and y'all did retrieve that fact you have your income and how did you end that income if you don't incur cost you don't earn income so there should be that correlation for us to then determine mm-hmm. what the net position thereon is so the law also mirrors a similar provision it is cognizant of the fact that if you do not engage in any economic activity you will not earn income hence the machinery provision that guides you on how to what do the calculation to determine the chargeable income tax position and that is where the charging provisions are triggered the charging provisions is principally the rate to apply on the chargeable income so literally you see that we say oh, income tax corporate income taxes 25 percent that is a charging provision that gives that power for you to charge taxes on that particular income without that you don't have any locus to even charge so you if you pick our income tax act uh, you realize that all session one talks about imposition of the tax if you pick the vat income tax uh, vat act you see it there if you pick the communication service uh, you see it there if you mm-hmm. pick the you see it there and those are what the charging provisions that gives the power for the taxes to be imposed and then the machinery provision guides you on how to what calculate what the tax okay so and, and this information is important very, for a very business owner good to know good. or at least be educated of exactly which is why we were saying earlier on the show that if it's all too much for you get a consultant exactly exactly see, get a the, consultant, the, the price you know. tag in not getting a consultant is is serious because ignorance of the law is exactly excuse. so there are instances whereby uh, GRE goes to do an audit and then they inquire okay fine give us um, uh, the the underlining uh, transaction supporting this particular caption and 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 most SMEs are not able to provide it because they would tell the accountant oh you do it anyhow you know <laughs> 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 and surprisingly when they do the, uh, the, 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 the P&L you know taxes imposed on the profit before tax mm-hmm. so you state your income uh, what your gross income and then your expenses then you arrive at what the net position mm-hmm. most SMEs will say okay fine or some accountants will say that okay fine just apply 25 percent on the profit before tax to determine the income tax expense that is not the income tax expense and even when you look at ias 12 ias 12 does not give credence to that if you want to go by the accounting standards mm-hmm. ias 12 will tell you that to determine the tax position, you need to look at what the current tax, which comes as a result of a statute. Mm-hmm. So the IAS is giving credence to what the laws that pertain to taxation. Yeah. And then you now look at what 
your movement in the fair tax but that is not uh, uh, something we have to discuss now great so the law also i mean is modeled around uh, that particular thing so what we call chargeable income is basically your accessible income from different sources what are the different sources it could be income from employment income from business or investment and i like the way the law has couched you see that what income from employment comma business or investment meaning that i can earn my employment income and decide to invest i can earn my business income and decide to what invest so you have your core activity that gives you what income and it could be by buying and selling or provision of service and then you have your normal employment income now investment income are principally what passive incomes they are income that are working for you mm -hmm. so if i decide to use a portion of my income to buy t-bills i'm not necessarily into the business of right doing t-bill activities mm -hmm. so that in, that's why we say passive income it's not my active income my active income is what i do for deloitte on a daily basis at the end of the month, they pay me. But will that income on the investment still be liable for tax? Yes, it will we'll get there. We we'll get there. Yes. So, in 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 assessing uh, uh, income for tax purpose, we look at all these streams of income. Let's not forget that the turning around of the investment in itself is an activity. That Wait, has all the sources of income, both declared and undeclared. Oh, you both, know, both the, the galamsey. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that because you see, I always say that in Ghana, surprisingly. Um, everything is driven by environment. So sometimes, because of the environment we find ourselves, we, we doubt, okay, ah, can this thing really happen? But in a well-crafted, uh, regulated economy, mm -hmm. no income goes on unnoticed. True. I mean, um, um, those who have traveled at length and have worked in other jurisdictions, yeah. you can attest to that. No income Goods. But you know, in Ghana, I can you can do your pa pa pa, and then <laughs> nobody. So there's a lot of income that's going coming in under the radar. Yes, and and and, and, and it's get not getting taxed. Yes, I mean you know informally. So that's why the informal sector is a is a whole issue for the revenue authority. I mean, having a firm grip of what pertains in the informal mm. sector. Is, is a whole issue for uh, the uh, the revenue authority right hmm. okay so the like i did indicate the chargeable income is basically um, your income from employment business mm -hmm. or investment less the total amount of deduction allowed so i find it a bit challenging when people say that the tax law is unfair less deductions allowed mm -hmm. so it gives credence to the fact that incomes are not earned in isolation mm -hmm. if you don't incur cost so i'll only concentrate on expenses or cost that are actively connected with the generation of the income now a lot of smes a lot of them you know oh they then try to rope in other non-business incomes from other sources from uh, yes other non-business sorry other non-business expenses mm, mm. Uh -huh, that's what i wanted to say other non-business expenses they personal rope expenditure personal expenditure they rope all of them in but the basic thing they all have to have in mind is that the expenses that you have incurred should necessarily 
be geared towards the generation of the income. So if you go and pay your child's school fees, uh, I don't think that <laughs> your child is the one generating the income for uh, for you. So that's why the law has, in a way, reinforced. This is saying that um, total amount of deductions allowed. So there are conditions in the law mm-hmm. that I mean permits or allows how these expenses are to be assessed, and we yeah. call it what the when rule. And when you come to Deloitte, that's how we call it the when rule, wholly, exclusively, and necessarily. That means without these expenses, the business cannot run. Mm. So things like your overheads, exactly like your, your cost of raw material, your cost of raw material, like you know, good, all you know, your these rentals, things, your, your salaries. rentals, salaries, all these things, and there should be documentation to what to that effect. So if if we see dog food. And pampers uh, so if if the dog is your security, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So best practice. I mean, we're learning exactly. here. Exactly. As a business owner, yeah. you know, don't put all your personal expenditure. No, in these your... personal expenditures, are, and that is the challenge in the SME sector. Although they are shrouded in a lot of financing challenges, no investor would want to invest in a company that does not have. Uh, appropriate structures in place in in terms of documentation, having invoices and all. And that's the crux of our discussion yes. today. Yes. The, the, the rules of the game, and I'll say the Revenue Administration Act, enshrines all taxpayers to maintain documentation, maintain records. It's not, uh, it's a non-negotiable thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are required to keep them. Why are you required to keep them? You file a return uh, with the revenue authority and then when you file the return with the revenue authority they will have to then come and do what audit based on the data you have based submitted. on the data so and the return that you are filing with them is just a summary of whatever has really taken. gone yeah. exactly so they need to come and check the underlining data to even assess whether what you filed with the revenue authority is what it is. Yeah. You know, in normal financial statement audit, we have what we call audit assertions. Mm-hmm. The assertion for revenue audit is what? Completeness and accuracy. Mm. Period. Completeness and accuracy. Mm. So these things will be tested based on the information uh, that uh, you have provided Submitted. with the revenue authority. Now, let's go to registration. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you start your business, you go and, I mean, do uh, register with the RGD. Now, the RGD, what they would help you to do now is to get what? A tax identification number. That would that call the TIN. The TIN. But then you need to operate or deal with a tax office. There isn't that synchronization yet, ordinarily. So you, if you operate around here, like Joy FM, the nearest tax office is what the LTU, mm-hmm. and we have the Adabraka a taxpayer mm-hmm. office. So, I mean, this is within your domain yeah. where you can transact tax your tax what operations. Mm-hmm. If you need tax clearance certificates, that's where you can you go. go to. So after the, after that registration, you need to then go to that office to then do another leg of the registration, and we call it just opening a tax file for you so that you can be identified. A lot of SMEs, after the uh, the registration at the RGD, and they get their thing, that's it. They don't follow up again. Oh, no, no, no. They end there. They think that, okay, that's done. Then later, you need TCC. Uh, what TCC is tax clearance certificate. And then, uh, oh, okay, 
uh, then you walk into any tax office. Do you open yourself up to so many things? You know, off air before we came in, we're yeah. talking about the fact that there are certain areas of our business uh, process in society where people shy away from because it's it appears and comes across as being um, difficult. So insurance is one of those areas. People don't want to talk about insurance because they don't know much about it and they think, based on stereotype, I, I don't want to know. Shipping is one of those things, you know. Isn't it possible tax is also one of those things? Well, my question, and, yeah. and you don't have to answer that now. You can just yeah. hold on to that when, yeah. when, when yeah. we get to the yeah. question session. Shouldn't the civil society organizations like the, the Institute of Tax, uh, uh, Chartered Tax you know, Professionals be looking at making interventions to help people? I know they're already doing things like they're educating people, but people don't want to talk about it because, number one, it takes from them. Number two, it's too cumbersome. And they don't know about it. And what people don't know, most of the time, they're afraid of. I know that the government is doing a lot of education and there's a lot of... But what are some of those groups like your, your professional groupings also doing to help people? Because if I know I can pay a consultant to run my taxes and I will be clean and I won't have a problem with, the, with authorities, a lot of the businesswomen in Makola and other places, they will do it. People, we pay people to do a lot of things for us, to clean our homes, you know, to cart our goods, to warehouse our product. Why won't I pay a tax consultant to just run my books and make sure it's, it's done properly? I think that people still need a bit more education. I don't know what, maybe quick reaction. Yes, but I think um, I tend to align align with you to some extent. But you see, um, for for lack of knowledge, I mean, my people perish. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been at the forefront. I think uh, Deloitte for the past few years have been at the forefront of tax advocacy where I have personally given uh, presentations on same. Mm. Even last year, a whole lot of presentation on basic tax compliance mm. so that people will have that knowledge. And I can tell you for a fact that the seemingly uh, difficulty people talk about, I think that when you go to RGD now, they try to streamline things. Mm. If you come to the Revenue Authority, GRE, and an offi- uh, let's say a shadow officer is stressing you up, you know mm. the typical Ghanaian way, walk to the office manager. Every office has a head. Walk to the office manager. It is the office manager's duty. They are service providers. And I have engage them on numerous occasions. Mm. Uh, the GRA are our friends. I go there on a daily basis. We are working with them. And I have not seen any instance whereby this process has been difficult. Because for mm. us as Deloitte, if you if you try to, I mean, uh, waste, waste my client's time, mm-hmm. <laughs> your head will be on the line. I'll just take you to the office manager. Yeah. If the office manager is not forthcoming, we go the next level. I escalate it. But, you know, what would be the escalation level for an SME? Who would say, okay, I don't have the money to engage a consultant. The tax, nah, I don't want to pay. Then yes, the officer is stressing me out. Exactly. Then I have to now work to some manager. Exactly. If I don't have somebody like you, who now becomes my lawyer, you know, then I walk out of the office and you won't hear from me again. That's why we are giving this <laughs> knowledge. I think that's why this, 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 this platform is very important. Yes. Because uh, you should know the power you have mm. as a Ghanaian. Because when you get to the revenue authority, and I did indicate to you that possibly you may have met a service personnel who may not be much versatile. You know, when people walk thing. into the tax offices, eh, we don't, uh, you know, the, <laughs> there was a point you made earlier off air about the fact that, you know, it's the structure of our offices is the same as every other office. But when people walk into places like a police station, a tax office, we assume that they are all gods, so. 
Yes. <laughs> we are seeing and, that. And, and that's they are supermen. You know what I mean? That's why I said. Meet some, they are, they are, some we are, officers stressing Exactly. You. We are oblivious we of... We take their word as exactly. Bible. We are oblivious of um, the power we have. Um, if you walk in there, walk into any tax office and then ask that you want to talk to the office manager. It, 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 I know it's a difficulty, but we yeah. need to also... Look, I, re, I, I remember when I started my tax career as an associate. And you go to the GRA and then they bully you. And I went to see my, my former boss. He's gone on retirement, Mr. Emmanuel Asidu. Uh, you know, you have to get a job done. Get it done. And that really, I mean, gave me that confidence. I'm coming to pay my uh-huh. tax. Why do you want to bully me? No, you hold that thought for me. Yeah, we'll, we'll come. We'll this come is masterclass here yeah. on the superstition. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we're talking about tax compliance for SMEs right. and generally being tax compliant. We want to take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we we'll get interactive. We we'll take a quick message right now. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-1119 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. Gilbert Rinchi Adro from Deloitte, Ghana, is here with us, talking to us about tax compliance for SMEs. Tax is one of those things that most of us don't want to talk about or hear about. But gradually, we're becoming good people. We're becoming good business people. We're learning to do, to do things right, and therefore, it's important to learn things like this. Phone lines are now open: zero three zero two two one six five four one. That's zero three zero two. Two one six five four one. You can also send us your comments or questions on zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. If you're driving, we definitely want you to arrive alive. So make sure you park off. Don't text while you drive. But pick up that phone. Let's hear your thoughts. What is your business practice where tax is concerned? Are you filing your taxes? Are you using a consultant? Are you doing it yourself? How are you doing it right? How can we all learn from your experience? Are you having difficulty? Have you walked into a tax office and they said something to you that made you walk out and never want to, wanted to go back again? Pick up that phone. Gilbert is here today. He's going to share a lot of information with us on how we can do this properly so that we grow our nation together. 0302216541 or 0551111997. If you've got any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for us. Goyle is rewarding all of its prepaying Go customers with up to 2% discount on all fuel purchased. Elevate your goodness by joining the Goyle Go Club today and enjoy up to 3% liter discount on all fuel purchased. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. Masterclass today is also brought to us by GCB. GCB, your bank for life. Phone lines are now open. Um, I think I have a caller on the line already. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Good afternoon. This is Folia. I'm calling from Fan Milk. Oh, did, did you say Foley from Fan Milk? Yeah, yeah. Right, Foley, talk to me. How are you? I'm all right. Are um, you bringing us some Fan Milk issue. on the show today? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually an area. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. You know, this tax issue is, is something else. Because, um, first of all, you walk, the situation in this country looks like 
you are okay if you don't show up in the tax offices to declare that oh I am doing business I'm trying to do business I want to I want to file for I want to register for taxation. That's what we're trying to change. That's what we're trying to change. You walk in, everybody starts telling you you owe this. You have been in business for this long. You owe this, and they calculate a whole list of stuff that you owe. You know they Mm. are not friendly. The tax offices are not friendly. They are listening to you. They will change. It's like they are out to get you. So (laughs) this is one of the main experiences that a lot of people have friends who are in business in various sectors. Some have even decided to shut down business and and I mean because today they go you owe this tomorrow they go they owe that and nobody comes out to even guide you oh do mm. this or do that or do that and what are the benefits to the taxpayer to the mm. business person to the SME mm. what are the benefits of paying tax we don't know these things mm. everybody just tells you you have to pay no you owe this you owe that mm. and by now we should integrate the system whereby you can be in, 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 you know, when you file at RGD, you can wear a file at RGD. They will reflect everywhere. Mm. But we don't have, the, our systems are not friendly, seriously. Mm. They are not friendly to business. They are not friendly to business. So, and the, the tax consult, as a Franklin. Gilbert. You know, Gilbert. When, when you go Gilbert, you are with Deloitte. It's a big company. When you, you go into the tax offices, you know what you're about. How many SMEs, how many market women know what they're about? No, we'll, don't, don't push it. If you're giving us the information or the education, give us education. It's not just about lack of knowledge or people. But the, the system is not friendly for doing business. It's just that. The tax offices are not friendly. Right. They are not. It's like they're just out to get you. Nobody even tells you, okay, do it this way or do it that yes. way. They're just out to get you. I mean, and that's, that's not only for my experience, but also for friends who are in business and, and, and that is that. Even sometimes there are certain businesses that do not require you to pay tax, like mm. in the agricultural sector. Mm. But they will still insist that you need to pay tax. Mm. Mm. And that is what happens. Yeah. So that is a fact, and that's just my contribution to the show. Thank okay. you very much. I, mean, Foley, I think that I hear your heart very strongly, but um, let me just add this quickly. You know, Gilbert, I will even let you respond to this one because I've had a tax consultant here. Maybe we'll take you from this and bring do a lot more shows on tax, but it stems from a place of lack of information. There are many benefits and tax reliefs available. We don't know. Nobody's telling us. And we also don't know when to do the right thing. So when we go, we are already in the negative, and that's what makes it difficult for all of us. But trust me, Foley, I also didn't know but with, with gradually talking to a few people, I have found out that there are benefits to be had and the people there also need education and it's a work in progress. So together, let us all put our shoulders to the wheel and trust me, we will feel much better about this um, than we are feeling right now. But I hear your heart. I hear your heart. I have another caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Uh, your name, where you're calling from? Good afternoon, General Ishak Mahama is my name from Fadama. Sorry, I didn't get your name. If you can just repeat your name for me. General Ishak Mahama. General Ishak Mahama. Good afternoon to you, General. How's Fadama this afternoon? Oh, Fadama is cool. Just that I am not cool with Jerry. <laughs> Please tell us. Tell us dispassionately. Tell us what the issues are. <laughs> My wife and I registered a company. We went to the NEMA branch of uh, GRE just to register the VAT and the tax clearance certificate. Guess what, bro? We were told to pay 5,000 Ghana cities. The first question I asked the lady was that, what am I paying this for? Mm-hmm. My understanding is, before I pay anything, I have to earn something. Here's the reason it is called income tax. Yeah. I have not earned anything. 
Mm-hmm. And Jerry is asking me to pay 5,000 Ghana cities. Mm. I remember two weeks ago, I put this to Kodu uh, and uh, we Amo to do uh, a search for us. I've not heard from them. Thank God I right. tuned into, I mean, a descending uh, uh, program this afternoon. And I felt this time around, you do this search for Ghanaians. Mm. A lot of us are running out of business because of these things. Why should I ask to be paid 5,000 Ghana cities? Maybe talking about 1,000 Ghana cities, 100 Ghana cities, 200 Ghana cities. And you ask me to pay 5,000 Ghana cities. For all you know, hmm. my capital is 5,000 Ghana cities. General Ishak, let me do this for you. Eh? And, and thank you that you're listening to Joy FM. I know Winston and Kojo are going to come back to you. But we okay. will give you a number at the end of this show. It's a number to reach Gilbert and his team. Okay. Um, they are consultants in tax. They will all hold right. your hand through the process. And they'll act as lawyers for you so that you can get the relief. And this is not just for you, General. For anyone who's listening who feels like they've been unfairly treated, this is the point we're making that we are all... The structure of our tax offices is no different from the structure in many offices. And therefore, sometimes the person you speak to may not have all the information. That's the point I was making to him earlier, that when we walk into tax offices, we assume that everyone we talk to is God. And so they should have the information. But the reality is that some of them don't really know. So, General, we apologize on behalf of the people who gave you the bad experience. But we will give you a number that you can reach them on and you can get help. Okay. okay. Thank you so much for calling the show. You must. Um, do I have another caller on the line? I do. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Yes, good afternoon. Hello. Welcome to Masterclass. Yeah, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from, please. Um, I'm Fifi Dakir. Right. Fifi, where are you calling from this afternoon? I'm calling from Abukosi. Okay, talk to me. Yes, so um, I I have this flag I usually sell on the social media. Fifi, you get I'm getting a bit of feedback from your... Hello, Fifi. So I'm trying... Can you hear me? I'm getting a bit of feedback from your radio set. If you can either turn it off or move away from it, I'll be grateful. Is it better now? Yes, it's better. Please go ahead. Okay, great. Okay, so I said I sell bags on social media, mm. and I just got intrigued about this presentation we're doing. Mm. Okay, so um, recently I've become concerned about my tax um, issues in terms of compliance, mm. and I'm trying to comply. But I have this friend who walked to the GRA and decided to comply, and things have become very, very like complicated for him. The tax authorities are on his neck just because of trying to comply. So I'm now having second thoughts about it. And tuning into your program, I just want an advice as to what I'm supposed to do right now. Mm. Okay. Fifi, please keep listening. When I put that number out, it will reach Gilbert and his team who are consultants and they'll be happy to help you and hold your hand through the process so that you can do the right thing. But thank you for wanting to do the right thing. You're a model Ghanaian, Fifi. Thank you. Right. Okay. I've got a few comments on social media. This one is from Efo Mauli from La Paz. He says, um, good afternoon, Mr. Yao. Let's say I earn 500 Ghana CDs in a month. How much should I pay as tax to the government? Please, can you teach us how it is calculated? This is Efo Maoli. Um, okay, Efo, Gilbert will try to see if he can uh, answer that question. Let's take a few more comments on social media. Uh, I've got one from Mike in Kaswa. Mike says, please, I teach in a school that pays me 500 cities and they deduct income tax. Are they right? Uh, this is Mike in Kaswa. Mike says he earns 500 cities and they deduct income tax. Are they right to deduct income tax? Yes. I mean, whatever you earn as an individual, 
It's taxable. As a corporate entity, it's taxable. You see, um, let's let's cast our mind back to the old adage of taxation. Mm-hmm. And like I did indicate to you, it's because sometimes there is that mismatch between development mm-hmm. and the taxes that has been collected. So mm-hmm. we tend to have some of these, uh, I mean, sentiments. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But whatever income that you earn, a portion must go to the state mm-hmm. and the state must use same to develop the country. Mm-hmm. So for income tax purposes, there's, 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 there's a cutoff. And for those who earn the minimum wage of 365, mm-hmm. uh, the tax rate thereon is 0%. Mm-hmm. It goes to what we call the graduated rate. And when you go to the GRA website, they have uh, that calculator there that will help you to calculate some of these taxes. It's there on their website. Mm-hmm. You just have to have access to same. So for the 500 CD earner, you route it to the graduated rate. And when you write it, we route it to the, gradu- uh, the graduated rate, they are inherent tax benefits. Mm. We'll talk about the benefits Great. for another show. Uh-huh. So I've got, um, we'll look at that on yes. another, yes. Uh-huh. I've got a comment from uh, Ajingo the man. Ajingo says, yeah. good afternoon, Masterclass. Great discussion. Please ask for me. Um, in business, do we register to pay tax passed on the level or the size of the business? Or no matter how small the business is, we should pay tax? Ajiman Joseph, Committee 9, um, a.k.a. Ajingo the man. Um, is it based on the volume of business or the it's size of the company? It's not based on the volume or the size. That's why I put it in perspective. Mm. Now, when we come to indirect taxes, um, which is VAT, mm-hmm. the point of registration is triggered based on what? Your turnover. So, volume of business. Exactly. For VAT. For VAT. For VAT. Okay. So, if your turnover within any 12-month period mm-hmm. happens to be more than 200,000 mm-hmm. Ghana CDs. Mm-hmm. Or if you anticipate that within any three months period, within that 12, any 12 months, mm-hmm. and please, I am placing emphasis on this. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's not tied to your financial year, mm-hmm. any 12 month period. Mm-hmm. So, if it can, you, be, it can be February to February, 
It can be matched to match. To match. So once your turnover happens to be 200,000 and above, you are required to then register an account for VAT. But when it comes to indirect, the direct taxes, it's not premised on this. To the extent that you are an entity engaged in an activity in Ghana, you have to register. And this stems from what the, the Companies um, Act. I mean, when you go to the RGD, there are different forms of companies. Mm -hmm. And that's where you start from. Once you engage in any activity, whether it's a sole proprietor or an enterprise or a full-fledged company, you'd have to start the registration from that point. You know what you can do for me next week? As, yeah. as part of your submission next week, maybe we should just touch briefly on the types of taxes. Great. And how they apply to who. Exactly. Okay. We'll do I have do another that. caller on the line? Not yet. Okay, I've got a, a few more comments. This one is from Facebook. It says, uh, it's from Yesh Emmanuel. Emmanuel says, tell Gilbert I have connected to him on LinkedIn. Okay. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 